A few months ago, someone reached out to me on Instagram and asked me for some relationship advice. She had listened to my episode on Indian matchmaking and wanted to know how I went about finding the man I'm happily married to. Now, I'm no love guru and the process of looking for the person you could marry is complicated. I was not sure if I could help her, but I did send her a reply. It felt like a long letter I was writing to my younger self. While I said a lot of things, I think the main point I made was stop looking. Look inwards. Be the person you have been looking for. Now, I don't know if it made any sense to her, but now when I think about it, I feel there's a big marketing implication hidden somewhere. And that is what I will think through in today's episode. Advertising Not a Funny Business In the 1950s, Howard Luck Gossage famously said, Nobody reads advertising. People read what interests them, and sometimes it's an ad. In those days, ads were fairly direct and had a set structure. It went something like this. Are you suffering from dash dash dash? Does that make you feel blah blah blah? Don't you want to feel this that and more? Here's the magic potion that is going to solve all your problems because it has R, T and B. And of course, there would be a clickbait witty headline on top if it's a print ad. This went on for many, many years. And then in the 90s came the era of disruption and paradigm shifts. Now, advertising didn't just want to sell you products and solve your functional problems. It also wanted to change your perspective and resolve your emotional conflicts. So the structure would go something like this. The conventions of the world say one thing. The brand walks in and lo and behold, you have a new way of looking at life. Disruption is actually a trademarked word coined by TBWA in 1992. Advertising has always tried to solve problems. Business problems translated into human problems. Brands are meant to resolve, meant to fix something in people's lives. But do we want brands to fix our lives? Do we want brands to tell us what to do, how to be? That is why I draw the analogy between brands and romantic relationships. Brands need to stop trying so hard to find a place in people's life, trying to be useful, trying to benefit people, trying to solve people's problems. I can make your shirt the whitest white you've ever seen. I can help you make an impression like you're a celebrity or something. All this is not only inauthentic, but also transactional. Let me explain with this analogy that I'm exploring. You can't find the person you want to marry by trying to be useful, by trying to give them something they want, by trying to fix that person's emotional needs. All this is transactional. It is a give and take situation. And by the end of it, you will feel used because you did all that to get the love you wanted, but that person just walked away and bought another brand. I mean, you know, moved on to another person. What you need to do instead is be so interesting, so fascinating, so engaging that people want to listen to you, that people want to be around you. They can't stop thinking about you and they want to buy you. I mean, the brand. And that is where the power of digital slash social media comes in. 
social media is all about engagement we know that we know all about it number of likes share subscription comments followers asking people to enter a contest asking them to make some ugc tag some friends get some prizes but that's not the kind of engagement i'm talking about I'm talking about how brands and advertising become interesting by engaging your mind, capturing your attention and making you fall in love with the brand, which has been advertising's biggest challenge from the very beginning of time. In order to get captive attention of the audience, sometimes advertising tries to make friends with other interesting things, most commonly in two ways. One is native advertising and the other is branded content. I think most of you would be familiar with these terms but because my dad also listens to this podcast so let me explain Native advertising is like advertorials of the past combination of advertising and editorial you would see these articles in a magazine or a newspaper that look like an editorial an expert story or something and there would be an asterisk sign somewhere declaring that it was an advertorial But native advertising is slightly more deceptive because before the consumer clicks the article on the website they think that they're actually consuming a piece of relevant content and they have no idea about the hidden advertising agenda then there is branded content that we've all seen in movies or web series where the popular actress makes herself a cup of coffee which is branded or there is a road trip story and the celebrity is driving around a car from a prominent brand So one way that advertising makes itself interesting today and captures people's attention is by being around interesting people who tell interesting stories. The brand here acts as a supporting character in the story, not leading the story most of the times. And that is how it is different from regular advertising because in regular ads brands are usually the heroes of the story. The brand solves your problems, teaches you something or changes your perspective with a little tishki in the end. Another way advertising makes its way to interesting places by what we can call hacking or trend jacking where the brand reaches where they know their consumers already are. There are a lot of examples of how brands have hacked the Super Bowl for example, the iconic Oreo dunk in the dark moment for instance. Lots of brands do trend jacking in small and big ways by engaging people and making conversations when something is trending on ground or online but here's an example that is so interesting and just genius in the way it stays so true to its brand values. VML Winer came up with an idea for Wendy's where they made the brand drop into a live stream of the super popular online video game called Fortnite. Members of the brand social media team were playing the game and live streamed this character that looked like Wendy's brand ambassador. and she went around destroying this fictional burger joint in the game repeatedly the whole point of this was to bring alive bendy's claims that it never uses frozen beef in their burgers and so they were waging a war against frozen beef the brand was being true to itself doing its own thing in a fun way which got the captive attention of its audience another way that advertising tries to capture attention in an engaging way is with what can be called meta advertising not to be confused with the current talk of the town metaverse meta advertising we've seen so far mocks the culture of advertising these ads try to cut off the brand from the clutches of how advertising is usually done the first time i noticed a brand mocking advertising was in 2016 when netflix india created a commercial during diwali making fun of the other seemingly similar diwali ads we are all so used to watching It had Anurag Kashyap in the lead and an amusing monologue in the background. It was refreshing and irreverent in how an OTT channel, the new entrant, was mocking the advertising on television. 
Then there are these bunch of ads done by Aviation Gin by Ryan Reynolds, the actor who owns the brand. Again, funny, breaking all norms of advertising and how other alcohol brands talk in their ads. There's a behind the scenes ad of how Ryan Reynolds rejected a number of slogans for the brand. Not a real behind the scenes, but using that as a format of the ad. There's also a fun commercial with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman where the ad also promotes the coffee brand by Hugh Jackman called Laughing Man. It's like the movie Inception, the ad of one brand inside the ad of another brand. Launch campaign of Cred in India was also an example of meta advertising where they showed the making of the Cred ad and poked fun at celebrity advertising. Another way that brands try to capture attention in an engaging way and be more interesting is through self-deprecation. In the US, an oat milk brand called Oatly put up hoardings with lines that didn't say much about the product but went on complaining about advertising in general. There were lines like, um, posters don't have feelings so you don't have to pretend to be interested. And uh, we made this ad look like street art so you would like it better than if it was just an ad. The other example that comes to my mind is a chocolate brand from France and I'm not going to try to pronounce the name of the brand, you should check out my Instagram page for that. But this chocolate was positioned as souvenirs for visitors to France. And the packaging also won several awards at Cannes. Along with showing things that France culture is famous for, like the wine or the monuments, it also showed the unpleasant things like the strikes and the traffic. And there was a sticker on the pack that said, only keep the best of France. These brands were not afraid to make fun of themselves. They don't take themselves so seriously or put themselves on a pedestal. They behave like a person who is self-aware and inspired by how things work in the real world. Okay, so far we have spoken about five ways in which advertising tries to be interesting and engage people's attention. Number one, native advertising. Number two, branded content. Number three, trend jacking. Number four, meta advertising. And number five, self-deprecation. The sixth way in which brands become more engaging is when brands conduct real life experiments. Now, tons of brands have done that, starting from Dove Real Beauty Sketches to the Like a Girl campaign by Always. It is actually quite overdone now. It often seems very scripted and unreal, exactly opposite of what the brand intends it to be. But one brand recently took this approach with a great impact. Remember the Burger King ad with the moldy whopper? It showed a burger accumulating fungus over a period of a few days. Burger King went on to show that their burgers have no preservatives. Use of fungus as a creative device was gutsy and it broke the codes of food advertising where you always try to show the most appetizing visuals. Number seven in how brands become more engaging is when they embrace the irregularities of the real world. Most often, how people behave with the brand in the real world is very different from how brand custodians intended it to be. You know, like for example, when people use empty bottles to make DIY plant holders or bird feeders, so many purchase decisions are based on the quality and the size of the container and not the quote-unquote brand image. That's one small example, but when brands recognize that they are part of a real world and start living and breathing in the true context of people's lives, that is when they become engaging. Recently, I came across KitKat's Have a Bite campaign in Australia. You know KitKat's consumption ritual, right? Where you use your nail to tear the silver foil and then snap the KitKat fingers. In this campaign, they acknowledge the internet debate over what is the right way to have KitKat. 
they ask people to show all their innovative weird ways to have kit kat and then showcase them on their social media page a ritual which was so intrinsic all this while to what the brand was all about was played around with so freely that's what i like about this campaign instead of holding the rein of the brand so tightly they let the brand be molded in the context of the real world so we have discussed seven different ways that advertising tries to be interesting on one end of the spectrum the brand tries to exist among interesting things hoping to borrow some of the attention that someone else is getting and on the other side of the spectrum brands are fluid they don't put themselves on a pedestal and they try to be a part of the real world on one hand you have a person who has a lot of interesting influential friends and is always seen in the best parties and on the other hand you have a person who is confident of who they are and interested in what you have to say both are legit ways to get noticed but which one do you think is more interesting and more captivating that's some food for thought hey thank you for being here and thank you for connecting with me through messages and voice notes it's always so encouraging to hear from you so today i have a very simple question for you tell me about any person you know who you think is interesting and what is it about them that makes them interesting you don't have to give me names i'm really excited to hear from you and that's it for today see you in the next episode tada